Welcome Sunny Conversations. I'm Heather Hauser and I am so glad you are joining me today. Welcome to another Sunny Conversation podcast. We are here today talking with Jen. Now, Jen is someone who has such a well-grounded perspective on healthy eating. And that's what today's topic is, the importance of eating well and how that impacts your mood and how happy you can be. So welcome, Jen. Hi, thank you. Jen, do you have any idea why I asked you, of all people, to talk about this topic with me? Well, I I figured it was because I am a registered dietitian and you wanted to know more about nutrition. Absolutely. Uh, How long have you been a a dietitian? Uh, Since 2006, so 14 years, I guess. Wow. So you've seen a lot of things. Yes, I have. I worked um, at a children's hospital specializing in adolescent eating disorders. So that was my, my work. Oh, wow. And what were some of the key lessons that you you gave to these adolescents with diet? Well, the main thing was to find a healthy relationship with food, eating all your food groups and being comfortable and not having the guilt with the eating and incorporating all your foods, including what I call fun foods. And because a lot of the the children and young adults would have fear foods, foods they'd be afraid of and feel guilty after eating. So it was trying to re-educate them on it's okay to eat all your food groups and why they were important for mm-hmm. your body and being okay with eating those things and enjoying them. So that was the main thing. That was my role wow. as a dietitian. Let's talk about that. I, I use the word diet, but I, I don't like the word. I, diet to me has such negative connotations because, you know, growing up, whenever I heard the word diet, it was, okay, well, I'm going, it was for my folks, I'm going on a diet in order mm-hmm. to lose weight. And then I saw so many people around me up and down with weight and, and talking about, and I hate that word diet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And still, I mean, to me, diet is what you eat. What are you eating typically? But for yeah, like you said, for a lot of people is I'm going to stop eating this and that and cut down and because I want to lose weight. But that... Yeah, for to me, diet is what you eat. And I think people, instead of dieting to lose weight and eliminating things, need to incorporate a balance and maintain that balance for a lifetime and make it a lifestyle instead of a diet, like most people think of it. Uh, okay. So what does that look like, uh, Jen? I mean, if I've always said, okay, first of all, I need a diet or my what I eat on a daily basis is not a, necessarily a diet. How do, how do I, first of all, rethink how I look at food? So one thing is think about how you want to eat and can you maintain that for the rest of your life? A lot of people will go on fad diets, elimination diets, eliminating entire food, a food group or food groups. And you need to ask yourself, is that something I can maintain for the rest of my life? And I'm, am I going to enjoy that? And most of the time the answer is no, unless it's for you know a specific health or medical reason. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, personally and professionally, it's you want to be able to incorporate your fruits, your vegetables, your whole grains, your lean protein sources, calcium, healthy fats, and your fun foods, which you know I think of as like your desserts and your candy, your sweets, all things like that, all the extras. Incorporate that in the right amounts daily to give your body 
what it needs to function optimally and to be able to do that on a daily basis for the rest of your life. And if you can do that in the right amounts, you will have a healthy weight. Um, your body will be healthy. You'll be able to function instead of eliminating, I'm going to eliminate all my carbohydrates. Well, you can't do that. Your body, most of the energy, the calories that it needs daily come from carbohydrates. So to eliminate that entire food group mm -hmm. doesn't make sense, especially long-term. You mentioned so many different things in that wonderful explanation. And I want to hit so many of these, <laughs> so, so many of your points. Okay. So one of the things that you said is, you know, the right amounts. I think of, you know, when I look at that, everyone needs maybe different amounts. I know yes. Richard and I get in that conversation all the time. He's like, Heather, you're not eating enough calories. You're starving yourself. I'm like, no, I'm eating the calories I need for me. He's like, well, everyone should eat 2,000 calories. I'm like, no, no. If I eat 2,000 calories, I gain weight. It's definitely individualized. It depends on gender. Uh -huh. It depends on age. It depends on physical activity level. And if, there, if there's anything specifically medically that might alter your energy needs, your calorie needs. So, yes, it's definitely individual. Everybody needs, when you say a balance, it's you need to eat fruits, vegetables, your uh, carbs, your whole grains, mm -hmm. uh, your lean I protein, your proteins, and I fats. yeah, and and then dairy, and you need to have the fats. I love the fats, and no, yes. I love the sugar. Sugars, yes. There's a way to incorporate it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so and I know you do too because we've been in oh, plenty love, of places, yes. and <laughs> yeah, I think you and I both gravitate to the dessert table. <laughs> <laughs> yes, always. But I'm also careful, like on a daily basis, I try to give myself, I don't look at it as a reward, but I give myself a treat at some point during the day. I, you know, those little bite-sized candy bars? Mm -hmm. I love that size, by the way, rather than a full-size candy bar. Love that they're smaller. And I'm like, okay, I can have two of these every day. And I sit and enjoy those two. Yes. it's And, and eating it mindfully. You can eat a small amount mindfully by paying attention to what it feels like in your mouth and how yeah. it tastes instead of eating a king size that you just eat very quickly when you're not even paying attention to how it tastes. So there's a difference of how you eat things as well, not just sweets, but everything to the, pay you, attention. You just mentioned mindful eating. That's one of the things that I yell at my kids about. Mm -hmm. Do not cook food and do not eat food while you are watching YouTube you know, you have, right. they have to sit in the, in the kitchen. Don't get on the electronics. And they always mm -hmm. tell me why. I'm like, you have to mindfully eat. Yes. They're like, we know we're eating. So. <laughs> but you're not paying attention to what it tastes like or how much you're eating. Right. Um, and one thing that drives me crazy at school, um, mm -hmm. when they have indoor lunch because of weather, mm. they will have the kids sit down and eat in the classroom and they'll turn on a video. And it drives me nuts because the kids are not even paying attention to what they're eating. Either they're not eating because they're watching the video or they're not, you know, they're eating and they're not paying attention to how much they're eating. You can't do that. You can't eat mindfully or intuitively recognizing when you are satisfied versus full versus stuffed versus still hungry. You can't do those things when you're zoned out to something different. So is that how some people can sit down when they're watching TV and have a bag of chips and then notice that they're gone, the bag is gone? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Not it paying attention. Yes. And that's when you get overweight or start feeling sluggish. That's when it, you know, kind of leads to it. Is you could, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not saying everybody. Right, right. I, I mean, I think everybody, there are times when they do not eat mindfully. I mean, I think it just happens. 
healthy eating does means that you yes you incorporate the fun foods the sugars or whatever it is that you and like all your food groups yes um, fun and, foods as well mm-hmm. uh, and fruits and vegetables I love fruits and vegetables so we don't have a we don't have much of a problem eating those at least we don't but for mm-hmm. a lot of people do though they do so they how do. would you tell or suggest to people to start incorporating those I think it's finding a way that you enjoy them uh, mm-hmm. it could be I mean frozen are fine canned are fine raw cooked mm-hmm. you put them in soups it's just I think experimenting and finding out how you enjoy them most and I think if maybe if you really don't like them at all it's sometimes just kind of you know eating it anyway to just so you know that you're healthy and also maybe supplementing with a multivitamin with minerals if you're going to miss those things but it's really experimenting and finding the ways you like them it's it takes a little work sometimes to figure it out but mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some way that you can find at least a few that you enjoy eating. And just keep incorporating those into your into mm-hmm. your daily yes. diet. Yes. What about using, I don't want to say fresh versus processed, um, but what, what, what do you look at? How do you look at like more of the processed food? Because I know my, even myself, you know, for a while I, I said, okay, I'm not buying any more bread. I'm going to make my own bread. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, healthier and, and real, real ingredients, um, and not any type of chemically type of thing. So for years I did that and now I don't have the time much and I buy like then the bakery. Does it matter? I don't think it does. I mean, a lot of foods that you buy are going to be processed, whether it's a 100% whole grain loaf of bread, it's processed. I mean, they have milled the grains they have you know they've they process it and they've baked it and they've you know it's on the shelf there are different types of bread with different types of ingredients i think it's your personal preference but as far as i mean and you mentioned time a lot of people don't have time to break their own bake their their own bread so they do Mm -hmm. have to purchase a loaf of bread which is processed so uh, my advice would be to choose something that's as minimally processed as you can afford as far as limiting like sugar and extra fats and maybe things that aren't necessarily things that you want to incorporate on a daily basis, the, mm-hmm. the extras. But I think processed foods are fine depending on your choices. For example, like if you someone is buying canned fruit, yeah. there's canned fruit and water versus light syrup versus heavy syrup. Oh, yeah. So there's That's a true. better choice to make. That is true. So. Um, and I, st- I know for a while I stopped buying for my kids um, when they were younger to put like those um, fruit cups. Mm-hmm for lunches to pack in lunches because I pack their you know we pack lunches for you know at school and because it was all I looked at it, it was all sugar it was like the packed like, in sugar yeah sugar water basically yeah. or syrup yes yeah syrup thank you and I'm mm-hmm. like yeah I don't think so I think you're gonna go with fresh fruit and however sometimes fresh fruit is hard to find or more expensive yes it is yes but I and never dry- yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. was gonna say I never thought about looking to see if this is packed in water or like syrup. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or fruit juice. Sometimes it's packed in its own fruit juice. Uh-huh. Um, and same with frozen vegetables or canned vegetables. There's a lot of sodium or salt in them. Some are low sodium. Some are no salt. Oh. Um, with the canned and the frozen as well. So there are different ways that they are prepared and better depending on what you need. You know, or what you're doing with with the fruit or the vegetable. What you would choose. I, I did not know this. No, that's that's interesting. Well, maybe I'll bring... So it's looking at the ingredients. Look yeah. at the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Now, you were mentioning dried fruit. What about dried fruit? Dried fruit's great. 
some of it has added sugar. Some of it maybe has less or no added sugar. You just, again, look at the ingredients and, and see what's in it. See, I never thought about this because I'm like, dry fruit is dry fruit. <laughs> you know, canned fruit is canned fruit. That's what I always thought. All right. So read the ingredients and look mm-hmm. for those, you know, packed in water or lo- something on the low end. Okay. So then how does diet affect your mood? So I think that if you are getting an optimal adequate for yourself, that you, uh-huh. it can affect your mood, you know, as far as you're feeling you have energy, mm-hmm. um, not having enough energy, not having enough calories, the same word energy, calories, and energy are uh, interchangeable, mm-hmm. uh, can make you sluggish, tired, irritable. It, it definitely affect your mood. Same maybe with overeating too. It could also make you feel sluggish. Yeah. I've noticed that. And I've noticed... I stopped eating potato chips in middle school. <laughs> and the reason why is, well, I did a whole, and I'm going to, can't pronounce this. I did a whole report on, what is it, arteriosclerosis. And from there on out, I felt like my arteries are hardening every <laughs> single time I ate a potato chip. But I've noticed that if I eat like fried foods, I, I feel heavier, heavier. And that's, okay, go ahead. No, I, I guess that's the word I would use. I feel, you know, even if I eat some French fries, I feel, yeah, he- kind of like, ugh, heavier. Okay. And and some of that, and it, it depends on who you are and your relationship with food. Some of it is a guilt, oh. I would say, in my experience with treating adolescents and young adults with eating disorders. Okay. Um, some of it is a guilt that you feel, oh, like, like you said, heavy. I mean, is that, I don't know. Maybe a psychological. It's a yes, a perception that that you actually feel that way, and it's not necessarily true. I mean, if you would have eaten the same amount of calories, energy from a yogurt and fruit and granola parfait, I wouldn't have felt would that way. Would you feel heavy? Probably not, As, because that's what I eat every day, every morning. So, so yeah. is that is it? I, I guess what I'm is yeah. Is, is it psychological or is it? Um, it might be. So. So maybe, you know, there's also how we view our foods, mm-hmm. too. And how and, you feel after them and, how, and your self-worth yeah. after eating them. That's something to also take a look at. Oh, and that's, so... that's part of your healthy relationship with food that you were, you were talking about. Yeah, earlier. and I think coming to a healthy relationship with all food, you know, like, hey, if I'm going to eat fries, be happy that I'm going to eat fries. Oh, yeah, eat them, enjoy them. And enjoy <laughs> it, exactly, yeah. um, without feeling that guilty feeling. And if I right. am feeling that guilty feeling, you know, like feeling heavy, it's like, wait a second, no, you're feeling guilty, you're not feeling happy. You're associating, you know, these. Unless maybe you ate... 12 servings I would I would might feel heavy after that well (laughs) no yeah yeah, if you're eating an uh, an appropriate amount yeah that feeling of heaviness is it is it emotional psychological or is it a physical is it an actual so oh very interesting Mm -hmm. and then being okay and saying okay okay. yes all right it's okay to do this every you know for me, I, I think I could do every once in a while. I don't think I could do much more than that because mm-hmm. I do like my blueberries and Greek yogurt and mm-hmm. granola every day instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> but sometimes substituting some French Absolutely. fries would be okay. Absolutely. And enjoy it. And if and I'm going to make that choice to eat it, then love it. Enjoy it, definitely. Absolutely. Okay. What words of wisdom do you have or can you give our listeners about really how should we look at healthy eating so that way we are happier? I think it's 
not being afraid of food, not being afraid of food at all and being okay and understanding that eating is okay. And if you're not at an optimal weight, whether it's you need to eat more or you need to eat less, mm-hmm. being okay with incorporating all those food groups to get to where you need to be to be healthy does not mean skinny necessarily. Mm-hmm. It just means being at a weight where your blood work is normal, where you're not tired, where you have energy, where your body is functioning optimally, including all those food groups. And again, not being afraid and not feeling guilty about what you eat. And it's a way to eat for a lifetime, not just from the next two months or the next six weeks. It's how do I want to eat for the rest of my life and be able to enjoy it and be healthy. And enjoy life and enjoy food. Exactly. Thank you so very much, Chen. You're welcome. Thanks for asking me. Yeah. Jen has an excellent perspective and relationship with food. During our conversation about how eating a balanced diet consisting of all fruit groups can lead to a happier life, I learned quite a bit about myself and how I view some foods. Here's what I learned from my research and with my discussion with Jen. First, 95% of our serotonin, that happy and joy chemical, is actually produced in our GI tract, not our brains. Eating foods such as fruit, veggies, unprocessed fish, and lean meats ferment in our GI tract and act as a natural probiotic that builds a barrier to protect us from toxins. The healthy probiotics in our system helps the production of serotonin. So what we eat does guide our emotions and can help elevate our mood or make us happier. Second, a trial study published in PLOS One, P-L-O-S, O-N-E, found that individuals who ate refined carbs, processed, and sugary foods had a higher rate of depression as compared to those individuals who followed more of that Mediterranean-style diet. Those who followed the Mediterranean-style diet significantly dropped their levels of depression. This information leads me to believe that eating a healthy, balanced diet increases your levels of serotonin your happy and joy, and removing foods such as soda, pop, donuts, cookies, cakes, chips, all of that will help decrease any feelings of depression. Third, when you do eat, eat mindfully. Place food on a plate, sit, and be aware of what you are eating. Turn off the TV, YouTube, video game, or whatever else, and enjoy your food. And should you choose to eat french fries, then eat one serving of those french fries and enjoy it and don't feel guilty about eating them. Fourth and final point, although sugar can lead a decrease in brain optimization, eating a small portion of chocolate increases peptides, which can help elevate your mood. So when I eat one or two bite-sized chocolate that I love so much, then yes, I do feel good and I should continue doing that. We all have times that we may struggle with food, either under or overeating. However, when we are not eating at our best, we are not as happy, and our bodies and brains are not working to the full potential. Here's what we should all do over the next week. Let's all make a commitment to eating healthy, balanced foods. Limit our pop, cookies, chips, or whatever to just one portion a day. Eat mindfully, and then take inventory on how happier we're becoming. 
Then have a sunny conversation with a friend or a family member on how you are improving your life and relationship with food. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have your own sunny conversation with someone today. You may visit me at www.sunnyconversations.com to view more. A special thank you to Shane Ivers for the music, What a Wonderful Day.